We continue our off-season look at the LA Kings with a breakdown of Kings defenseman Mikey Anderson. That and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We would love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. At last check, we were at 1,861 subscribers as we continue our steady march towards 2,000 subscribers. Thank you to everyone who has taken the time to like and subscribe the YouTube channel and uh, from all of these listening on the podcast as well. Thank you for taking your time to, uh, to welcome in and make this show a part of your day. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 years hope you had a great weekend coming up on this show we're going to tell you about a player the kings were rumored to be interested in that apparently is no longer available the kings have reportedly made a change in their coaching staff plus news on when you can see some possible future stars of the la kings but first we continue our offseason look at kings players from this past season and players of course that'll be a part of the team for this coming season today we're going to look at kings defenseman Mikey Anderson, the friendly Minnesota native, was a fourth-round pick of the Kings in 2017, 103rd player taken overall. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch the show every day, you know we talked last week about the 2017 draft class for the LA Kings. If you missed that episode, go back and check it out. But Mikey Anderson was one of the steals in the fourth round of that draft. The only other player that has played more NHL games so far, taken in the fourth round, than Mikey Anderson has been Drake Batherson of the Ottawa Senators. As for Mikey Anderson, he played two years at Minnesota Duluth, where he was a part of a national championship team. He then signed a three-year entry-level contract with the Kings in 2019, went on to play 53 games for the Ontario Reign in the 2019-20 season, before finally making his NHL debut on February 29th in a game you might remember against the New Jersey Devils. Now, you might remember it because it was unique and that Mikey Anderson was playing at the time against his older brother, Joey, who at the time was with the New Jersey Devils. I believe he's now playing in the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. As for Anderson, though, uh, the next season, he would start his career with the LA Kings. Played He's played every game with the Kings since then, 194 career NHL games. Uh, each season of his three seasons, his games played, his goals, his assists, and his points have increased each season. Uh, last season in 77 games, the six foot 180-pound defenseman scored five goals with 15 assists for 20 points. So let's hear from Mikey Anderson and what he had to say about this past season in his exit interview the day after the Kings were eliminated from the first round of the playoffs. I'll be paraphrasing the questions and comments from the exit interview to make it a little more streamlined. If you want to hear Mikey Anderson's entire exit interview, you can do so by going to YouTube, search Mikey Anderson exit interview. It'll be the first thing that pops up. Uh, he had his exit interview alongside fellow defenseman and teammate Sean Dursey, who we'll talk about on a future episode. And thanks to the LA Kings YouTube channel for posting all of the exit interviews for us to listen to and to watch. The first question 
for Mikey Anderson was what has to happen next season for the Kings to advance out of the first round of the playoffs. He said he felt the team was close to being able to advance out of the first round. He said the series against the Oilers was more competitive than the previous year. Uh, he said that both teams were better this year and that the difference wasn't that much of a difference. Uh, he said the Kings need to limit mistakes, play cleaner, respond better, and that one or two things can make the difference in winning a game and winning a series. Anderson was asked where the Kings can improve defensively. Uh, the first thing he mentioned was the penalty kill, which has been something that's been talked about a lot for the Kings after the season ended. Uh, he did give credit to the Oilers' great power play. Uh, he said it comes down to making mistakes and that one mistake can cost you. Anderson said that the Kings need to do a better job of keeping the scoring chances as low as possible and that if they could have had prevented a few more power play goals, that could have changed the outcome of a game either way and that could have changed the outcome of the series either way. The last question Anderson was asked was to evaluate his game in the playoffs this year and he admitted he didn't feel great about it. Uh, he said that he felt he could have done uh, more to help slow the Oilers down. He mentioned that he was, you know, it was just the second time that a lot of players had gotten some playoff experience. He said that the team has learned and now knows what to expect. And he added that you can't start slow in playoff games. So those, some of the comments from Kings defenseman, Mikey Anderson, after the LA Kings were eliminated in the playoffs, Anderson, for the most part uh, in his NHL career, he has been teamed up with, future Hall of Fame defenseman Drew Doughty on the team's top pairing. And they've been a pretty good mix uh, between two different styles of players on that top line. I think they do complement each other pretty well. Uh, Doughty loves to have the puck on his stick and start the Kings offensively out of their own zone. Anderson, more of a defensive defenseman who's about defending, blocking shots, winning board battles, and then feeding Doughty to help get things going. Uh, Anderson has shown he's not afraid to go up against the league's top players like Connor McDavid when asked to do so, and every good team needs a reliable shutdown type of defenseman that they can match up, if possible, against the other team's top players. Uh, Mikey Anderson has proven that he is reliable. He's smart positionally, uh, rarely turns the puck over in his own zone. He's not overly physical, but he doesn't shy away from contact. Um, he's, got, he's a decent skater, has a decent shot, but he understands that he's on the ice for his defensive abilities. He, his offensive game certainly could improve. Uh, he's never going to be, you know, an offensive defenseman. That's not where his game is. But I think he can do a better job of looking for his shot more, uh, looking to get the puck on net from the blue line. Uh, he's never going to be a very creative offensive player, but he can still be an asset and rack up assists by simply getting pucks at the point and firing them towards the net, getting deflections, getting rebounds, and occasionally I'm sure one could go in if there's a screen or something like that, but he's more about making offensive opportunities for his teammates. And it's still something that he can and should uh, improve on. Again, he's not going to make any dazzling moves at the blue line, skate around a couple of uh, defenders and then get a, a shot or a, a primary assist most likely. But again, uh, he can be more effective at the blue line, just simply getting shots towards the net on net uh, things like that shot passes, uh, to players, maybe at the back door, things of that nature. Uh, Anderson was a restricted free agent going into last season before signing a one-year contract, a bridge deal worth $1 million. And then the Kings made a long-term commitment to Anderson five months later when they signed into an eight-year deal worth $33 million. Clearly, the Kings believe that the recently turned 24-year-old 
uh, has many good days ahead of him with the LA Kings, that he's someone that they wanted to invest in to be a stalwart on the blue line defensively for many, many years to come. And uh, that is what they have done with Kings defenseman Mikey Anderson. Certainly not spectacular. He's not a guy who's going to wow you as far as you know being able to move the puck, skate with the puck, uh, things like that. But again, every good team needs a reliable shutdown defenseman, and that's what exactly what Mikey Anderson gives the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, looks like an intriguing player the Kings might have shown some interest in is no longer available. We'll give the details on that in just a second. But first, I want to remind you, today's episode of Locked on LA Kings, your team every day, is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all, all about making sure that every player is a perfect fit, and it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that every part is going to fit just right. The first time around, just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check mark to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop at eBay Motors with over 122 million parts to choose from, you know you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, if you've been paying attention to some of the Kings rumors, and obviously if you've been listening and watching to this show, you everydayers know, we've talked about some of the rumors involving the LA Kings, and there's a lot of smoke, obviously, involving the Kings looking to add a goaltender because that's clearly something they need to do. They only have two goalies under contract at this point, so that's something that's going to happen. But would they be looking to add in other areas as well? We've seen and heard a couple of rumors involving a couple of forwards like Pierre-Luc Dubois of the Winnipeg Jets and Tom Wilson of the Washington Capitals in particular. Personally, I am not someone who's really interested in Pierre-Luc Dubois. It's not that he isn't talented. He's a young guy. He certainly could help any team that he is with. That is if he wants to be there. And it seems like if you paid attention to Pierre-Luc Dubois, he's a guy who's perpetually unhappy. Uh, he wanted out of Columbus after they drafted him, and then he wanted out of Winnipeg after they traded for him. So there's no guarantees that if the Kings were to be able to acquire him, that he'd want to stay in Los Angeles. He is from Montreal or the Montreal area, from what I understand, and it seems like his end game is to eventually want to play for the Montreal Canadiens, and that's been the case for him so far. In two spots, I don't see any reason why it would be any different in a third spot, so um, again, talented, young, could certainly help a team, but do you really want a guy on your team who's not really committed to being there? Um, as for Tom Wilson, uh, that is an intriguing uh, opportunity, I think, for the LA Kings. And I'm not even one of those guys who is perpetually talking about how the Kings need to get bigger and stronger and tougher and nastier. Now, Tom Wilson, if he were to join the Kings, would certainly fill all of those categories. Uh, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen if you believe LA, uh, not LA, uh, NHL insider Elliot Friedman, uh, who's one of the best in the business. Uh, he said on a recent podcast episode that the Capitals, quote, want to keep him, Tom Wilson, and they consider him to be a big part of their future, end quote. So again, Elliot Friedman reporting that Tom Wilson is not going to be leaving Washington for LA or any other team. Uh, the Capitals are in kind of a weird spot. They are looking to rebuild. Uh, they just made a coaching change, uh, but there also apparently have been promises made to their owner, Ted Leonsis, 
to their superstar future Hall of Famer chasing down Wayne Gretzky in the record books, star Alexander Ovechkin. And apparently promises have been made to the great eight that they're not going to have, uh, you know, do something like the Chicago Blackhawks did this past season. They're not going to just sell everybody off, have a complete rebuild, and then he's going to have to basically be on an awful team for the last three, four years of his NHL career as he, again, looks to pass Wayne Gretzky to become the league's all-time leading goal scorer, which should happen probably in the next three to four years. Uh, So that's where they are. Apparently, keeping Tom Wilson is a part of keeping that promise to Alexander Ovechkin. So again, Elliot Friedman reporting that Tom Wilson is going to be staying in Washington. We'll see if that report is accurate or not. Uh, meanwhile, Dave Panyota from the fourth period and NHL Network Radio reporting on Monday that the Kings have promoted skills coach Derek Johnson to assistant coach. Now, there's been no official announcement by the LA Kings. Uh, typically, most NHL teams have a head coach and two assistants. Now, last year, the Kings had Jim Hiller and Trent Yanni as the assistants to Todd McClellan. Hiller was in his first year as an assistant with the Kings and worked wonders improving the Kings' power play from 27th the year before at 16.1% to 4th this past year, 25.3%. As for Trent Yanni, uh, he was in charge of the team's underperforming penalty kill, which finished 24th out of 32 teams. And I and others certainly speculated when you look at the change and the positive impact that Jim Hiller had on the roster, would the Kings be looking to make a coaching change with Trent Yanni to have the same impact on the penalty kill. However, head coach Todd McClellan and GM Rob Blake said in their exit interviews, uh, well, they, they didn't give any indication that there were any changes coming to the coaching staff. Uh, McClellan went so far as to say when asked about it, that the solution to the Kings penalty kill is in their room. In other words, the solution is players and coaches that they already have in place that can get the job, but job done, but need to obviously focus more on uh, making the penalty kill better. Uh, so the question is, are the Kings just supplementing their coaching staff by adding another assistant or is there a change coming? Uh, as for Derek Johnson, uh, he joined the Kings back in 2018. He spent four years as an assistant video coach while working with the players on the ice after morning skates. Uh, he was promoted to skills coach last October, and now he's been promoted to assistant coach. Johnson was a defenseman at the University of Minnesota Duluth. Uh, Mikey Anderson's alma mater uh, also played professionally for three seasons in the ECHL and the AHL. Now, this would be the second coaching change for the LA Kings so far this offseason. Remember, they named Mike Buckley as their new goalie coach after they had earlier promoted goalie coach, longtime goalie coach Bill Ranford to director of goaltending. Now, interesting, I went back and looked at the press release for the Mike Buckley hiring because I wanted to make sure I was going to reference when he was hired. Um, and which was earlier this month. Um, and I, I noticed that it had a list of the Kings assistant coaches and uh, Eric Johnson was mentioned, or excuse me, Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson was mentioned along with Trent Yanni and Jim Hiller as assistant coaches for the LA Kings. So apparently uh, nobody caught that. I certainly didn't at the time, um, but it, it, judging by that press release, uh that Derek Johnson was already listed as one of the assistant coaches, not a video coach, not a skills coach, but as an assistant coach. But the Kings, again, didn't make any official press release about him being promoted 
to an assistant coach, but that that would seem to indicate that uh, Derek Johnson is an addition to the current coaching staff and not replacing anyone on the current coaching staff. Uh, we've got some news on how you can see some future LA King stars in action coming up. It also marks uh, an anniversary for me and this show. But first, I want to invite you to check out Locked on NHL. It is your daily show on all things going on in the NHL. The NHL draft is coming up soon. Free agency is coming up soon. Uh, you'll certainly hear all kinds of NHL talk over at Locked on NHL. They'll keep you up to date on everything going on in the National National Hockey League. That is Locked on NHL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. So as I mentioned, the uh, NHL offseason is rolling along. Uh, the NHL draft is just nine days away. Uh, at this time, the Kings, if you don't know, do not have a first-round pick for the upcoming draft uh, or a seventh-round pick. There are seven rounds of the NHL draft, if you don't know. They do have a second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth-round pick. Uh, we do have a request into uh, interview Kings' uh, longtime director of amateur scouting, Mark Yanetti. Um, whether that could happen in the next nine days or if it happens after the draft, I don't know, but uh, hopefully we'll have an interview with Mark Yanetti to talk about uh, the either the upcoming draft for the Kings or uh, probably better suited to talk about the Kings, the players have actually selected to give us some insight into future players for the LA Kings. Uh, speaking of that, the Kings announced that their annual development camp will be held from Thursday, July 6th through Monday, July 10th. Uh, that's a, a little bit of an anniversary for me as I took over the Locked on LA Kings show last July. I was at the development camp. It was kind of the first thing I, I did as the solo full-time host of this show. So it'll be kind of fun for uh, my one-year anniversary to get out back out there at development camp. If you don't know about the development camp, it features Kings prospects from the upcoming NHL draft as well as other camp invites. Uh, it's a five-day event. It will culminate in a scrimmage on Monday, July the 10th at 9 a.m. Pacific time at the Toyota Sports Performance Center in El Segundo. Uh, the camp roster and the on-ice schedule will be released once it's finalized, but it'll be interesting to see if King's number one prospect, Brent Clark, will take part or not. Now, usually it's not players who have NHL experience who are invited to kind of this, it goes development camp, rookie camp, training camp preseason and then of course the nhl regular season is how that kind of progresses um but last year at the development camp there were a couple of kings players who did have some nhl experience who took part and they were quentin byfield and arthur kaliev i'm guessing that brant clark is going to be at the development camp now he did play in nine games for the kings last season had a brief stint a conditioning stint in the ahl and then he played for Canada at the World Junior Championships. Now, he only played 31 games in the Ontario Hockey League as he was sent back to juniors, but he was named all-first team CHL and is clearly ready to be a professional hockey player. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see if Clark makes the Kings roster this season and what moves could be made between now and then to possibly make room for him on the NHL roster. As for the development camp, it is free and open to the public, so uh, hopefully we'll see you out there uh, at the Toyota Sports Performance Center there in El Segundo for Kings Development Camp. Again, it has been finalized. It will be on starting on Thursday, July 6th and run through Monday, July the 10th, and then after Development Camp comes Rookie Camp, comes Training Camp, so on and so forth. So it'll, uh, 
it'll kind of be here before you know it. The offseason is rolling along uh, in the NHL and for the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, real quick, I had a chance meeting with uh, a Locked On LA Kings listener and wanted to share that story with you real quick. Um, want to give a shout out to Clint. Um, long story, somewhat short. Uh, one of my neighbors had a son who was playing youth hockey and he recently decided to give up hockey and he's going to concentrate on playing high school football. Apparently, But anyway, um, he had this really cool setup in his garage. It was a NHL net um, and it had all kinds of extra netting on the sides and over the top to catch pucks that, you know, would uh, maybe get, would get away from me a little bit, but it was, a, it was a, a net you could use to practice your shot. And uh, he was getting rid of it because he's not going to play anymore. And he was taking up a lot of space in their garage. So I tried to fit it in my garage, but unfortunately with uh, all the extra stuff we have in their storage and stuff, uh, I just couldn't find a place for it. So I, uh, I spread the word out to all of my hockey playing friends uh, to see if there was anybody that wanted this as again, my neighbor was looking to get rid of it and I was looking to give it kind of a good home. So anyway, um, I play one of the places I play uh, beer league hockey is at the skating edge in Harbor city. And I let the, the uh, guy who runs that league, who is a teammate of mine know about this uh, net that was available. And so Clint who plays in the same adult league that I play in uh, asked if he could come get it. I asked my neighbor, she said, absolutely. So he Clinton, his son came by my neighborhood yesterday and uh, went out there and met him, helped him load up the net. I uh, got to talking to him a little bit and it was uh, it was pretty interesting that he said, I recognize your voice. And when I saw your name was Eddie and I'm like, that's the guy from locked on LA locked on LA Kings. So uh, it was really, really cool to meet Clint and find out that he listens to this show. Uh, and it was cool to meet him and his son. And uh, I, that, was, that was just really cool to meet somebody who's a fan of the show and really appreciate uh, his support. And uh, if there's any other beer league hockey players out there, who play copper level at the skating edge on Sundays in Harbor city or uh, copper level at the rinks in Lakewood on Friday or Saturday. And you want to say hi to me. If you watch or listen to the show, uh, number 21 on Sharknado and the bad brains are the two teams that I play on. Uh, it'd be cool if anybody, uh, after we play a game against your team wants to say hi, that you listen to the show. Uh, that would be very cool. I look forward to uh, playing against Clint and uh, his team coming up on a Sunday night here in the near future. Uh, you everydayers know, those of you that listen and watch the show every day, uh, that we like to give you on Mondays kind of a roadmap for what's coming up the rest of the week. Uh, we'll have another NHL draft feature coming up, again, with the draft coming up in just nine days. Uh, we will also uh, have uh, a special interview that we're looking to line up. And by the way, if there's anyone out there who knows a Kings fan who has a special story, uh, and you think that they would be fun to talk to about their uh, journey as being an LA Kings fan, you want to share, I would love to hear from you. The email the at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, locked on Eddie at gmail.com. And of course, you can use that email address as well for our Friday feedback shows where you can talk about anything going, going on with the Los Angeles Kings as well. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you can leave your thoughts and comments in the uh, comments section below. Uh, we'd love for you to stay connected with the show by following us on social media. We are on Twitter at LA Kings, or excuse me, at Locked on LA Kings. Also Instagram, same address, at Locked on LA Kings as well. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, go Kings go.